In today's episode, I have a little bit of gratitude in my heart and a little spring and celebration in my step. Let's go! Welcome to the Russell Westcott Podcast, helping real estate investors like you acquire the inspiration, knowledge, and skills that you need to start, grow, and scale the real estate investing portfolio of your dreams. Hey gang, how's it going? Russell Westcott here. So welcome back to the podcast, episode number 116. If I look by my fancy uh, Excel-based spreadsheet here where I track all my episodes and all my upcoming guests and all the wonderful things here, just so I have a, a record of, of the episodes and just kind of a, a little database, if you will. And um, so if my calendar serves me correct of when I'm going to be releasing this, this will be coming out on Canada Day, July the 1st. So first of all, happy birthday, Canada. Hope you are having yourself a wonderful celebration. I hope you're not listening to my podcast, uh, maybe during your morning walk or a workout or doing something else, but I hope you're having some family time. I hope you're celebrating this wonderful country that we live in. I hope you're having an incredible, you know, celebrating the freedoms, celebrating the wonderful place that we live in that I have a lot of gratitude for, and I hope you have a lot of gratitude for as well in this beautiful place of Canada. Now, in an upcoming episode, I'm going to be sharing with you a, um, a little bit of a thesis that I'm working on about, you know, why Canada should be, I'm going to emphasize, should be an economic superpower. And uh, we have what the world needs. And I'll share that episode on an upcoming um, podcast here as well. But the matter at hand today. So why July 1st, um, actually July 2nd is, is, is the official day, but it was July 2nd, 2020, that this podcast started. Now, if any of you have been around right from the very beginning, you maybe have heard the story right from episode number one, is that I had, you know, visions of bringing it out in April. It was going to be an April launch. And then all of a sudden, all heck broke loose with uh, COVID and the global pandemic. And wherever you stand on what your belief of that is, it was a weird time. And I pivoted, I changed my messaging, I changed all my uh, thought process, I delayed the podcast, and I finally just said, you know what, I got to bring it out. I've got all this stuff, I've got all this material, it has to come out, and it was officially born. Now, today is July 1st, 2022, so two years in the books. And from now doing 116 episodes and uh, having, you know, about 50,000 downloads, like fairly modest, like that's that's very modest um, results so far. Uh I have an awful lot of learning and I've had a lot of um, insight. I've had a lot of reflection. I've had an awful lot of starts and stops and late nights and early mornings and stress and anxiety about putting out a, a weekly podcast episode. You know, pretty much, I think I've only missed in two years, I've missed two weeks in two, two years. But in some cases, I've delivered a couple episodes per week. So if you actually do the math, 116 episodes over two years, I've delivered on average, more than an episode a week. And um, have, I've learned a few lessons from there. Now, here's some of the lessons I want to share with you. I've, I've kind of just made some notes and jotted down a few things this morning. And I'm talking about the top four lessons that I've learned about this process of two years into the, pro, into the journey of delivering a podcast. Things that you can 100% are applicable to you. 100% applicable if you want to produce content. 100% applicable if you want to uh, build a real estate portfolio. 100% applicable if you just want to be a better kick, you know what, kind of a person, right? 100% applicable across many facets of life. So let's just get right into it. But, but before I get into the top four lessons, 
I just wanted to just have some acknowledgement of Happy Birthday Canada. I wanted to have some gratitude for this wonderful place we live. And most importantly, I wanted to have some gratitude for you. You, the listeners, if you have been part of this podcast, you know, the, the good, the bad, and the downright ugly, I, I thank you. Um, from the bottom of my heart, um, this takes an awful lot of work to be able to sit here and, you know, talk to myself for many, many hours doing intros and outros and extra lessons and self-solo sessions and, and you know, doing even with interviews with people, stuff like that. It's, it's a lot of work. Um, it's more than a lot of people think. It was, let's put it this way, it's more than I thought when I first got started. Oh, heck, I'll just do a podcast. Oh, how easy could it be? Yeah, I'll be Joe Rogan in no time. <laughs> Woo. I have a lot of respect for people that put out uh, multiple years of podcasts and multiple. I sit there and I go, man, how does somebody put out like 18, 2000 episodes? That's some crazy, crazy production. So hats off to them. But the, the message I really wanted to just share was just thank, to, thank you to you. Thank you to you for listening. Thank you for you to, for your feedback. Thank you to you for the most important asset that you can potentially or resource you potentially can offer in return, and that's your attention. And by you spending time with this podcast and providing your attention, um, I'm, I'm honored. I'm, I'm truly touched and blown away by, by that. And when somebody tells me that they've um, listened to every episode, all 116 of them, I'm just like, wow, that is incredible. I, I just, you know, I don't even know. I'm I'm stumbling over my words here a little bit because I'm actually a little bit of loss for words. I'm I am just very overwhelmed with the gratitude. And I wanted to thank you, whether you've listened to one or all 116 from the bottom of my heart. Thank you very much. Okay, so whew. Gotta get into a little bit of state here. So now I have to get into my teaching mode, right? So here, here what I consider the top four lessons. Now, some of them, it's interesting. If I probably went back to um, year one anniversary, I probably, I wonder, I'm going to go back and listen to it. I wonder how many of the lessons are the same. Um, but I just, this morning in my journal, in my reflection this morning, I just said, uh, what, I was feeling very grateful. I go, I was about to record this and I go, what, what are the key lessons that I've learned along this process that I can share with others that'll be 100% applicable across everything that somebody does? Okay, so lesson number one, in no particular order, there's four of them and I've, you know, I haven't got officially, I haven't, you know, if you know me, I usually get an, an acronym built out and, you know, give me another day or two, I probably would have an acronym of doing this, but I just wanted to just speak from the heart on this episode. So lesson number one is to truly just make a commitment. Make a commitment to delivering something. That's no, no different than anything in life. There's a huge difference between being interested in something and being committed to something. When I first got started, I did a lot of research. I talked to a lot of people. I've talked to people that had built podcasts out over the years. I listened to people that had built successful podcasts. And I found if they ever did a, an episode on how to deliver a podcast, you know, the Tim Ferriss's, the Joe Rogan's, the, you know, the Tom Bilyeu's, the Ed Milet's, uh, um, Joel Olstein, all the people that have done these amazing podcasts. I just, I studied podcasting for quite a while. And every single one of them, and actually the one that, uh, the lesson I probably got this one the most was Lewis Howes, Lewis Howes from the School of Greatness podcast. And he said something very, very clear at the beginning is, 
if you're not prepared and not committed to doing three years, if you're not prepared to do a three-year process to start to start your podcast, don't start it. Don't even do it. If you ain't prepared to, to do it for three years, don't even start because it will fail miserably. So that's what I said. I'm going to, okay, I'm going to commit to this for three years. Uh, we're now entering into year three. Um, learned a lot about the process and I'm still continuing to go through. So make that commitment and it has to be something that you truly have to just love, right? It has to be a passion program. It has to be mission-based. It has to be something that you care deeply about something in order to do this. Because honest to goodness, this whole podcasting thing for most people, for most people, unless you're a professional podcaster, like some of the people I mentioned, that's their job. That's what they do on a day-to-day -day basis. But for everybody else, other than the handful of people I mentioned, it's something that you have to do around work, around business, around family. You have to do it around everything else. It's not your full-time vocation and your profession, but you have to figure it in. And, you, and it's going to take a lot of bit of your time and it has to be a true passion and something that you just love doing. Now I could do lots of stories and I could share lots of stories about, you know, myself within this, about the mission that I'm on, you know, to help 1 million real estate investors with the tools and resources to be able to help you buy one more property. I could tell you all about that, but that's what I'm about. But I want to tell you a story a little bit about uh, a podcast that's um, started. And I think they're just over a year into it now. And that's, that's my son and his two friends, um, the Vancouver boys podcast. Um, they're doing an amazing job. And it is 100% based upon um, just a passion of something they love. And that's love and hanging out with the buddies on twice a week. They just kind of hang out one day, one uh, Friday nights, they usually do a live stream. And then on Wednesdays, they, they sit down and do a podcast episode where they sit down and they'll just talk sports. They'll talk typically about Vancouver Canucks, favorite hockey team. They each have their own teams. And they'll talk a wonderful, uh, just, just having a conversation with three buddies. Sometimes they have a few guests on. Sometimes they have, uh, you know, some fun, funny skits. They just have a blast. They have so much fun from doing it. And you could just tell it just comes through as it's a complete passion for them. They don't care in how many downloads they get or if anybody ever listens, but they just have fun with it. But interesting to note about putting out something that you love is that um, between that with Marcus, um, the P Vancouver Boys podcast and his TikTok account, he, um, honest to goodness, will go to, go to a Vancouver Canucks hockey game and he's recognized. Uh, people will come up to him, want to get a selfie, want to get a picture with him. They want to talk to him. They want to meet him. They all follow him on his, on his TikTok account, you know, life of a Vancouver Canucks fan. And he, from there, he's, he's had, um, people approach him, uh, um, the Vancouver Canucks, um, sports bar are down at Rogers arena has approached them, him and his buddies to come for a free dinner and they do a little promo. He's got some people that do Vancouver Canucks artwork have approached him give him some free artwork if he can just do a shout out for for that he's had um the abbotsford canucks the farm team has approached them and said would you and the vancouver boys like to come out and do a live broadcast at our game we'll give you tickets to it if you just kind of promote the game so he's been approached by many of these um brand collaborations all because he's just doing something that he loves and he's having a conversation with his buddies and they're just doing a wonderful job. Um, I don't know if you listen, Marcus, or not, but I'm just very proud of you. Um, what you guys are doing, it is truly inspiring. You're inspiring this old dog here as well to <laughs> up his game, to, to put his message out into the world a little bit more. And I've tried TikTok. I, I, I honest to God, goodness, I've, I've really tried it. I, I don't get it. I don't. I honestly don't. Maybe it just isn't made for me or I, I get on there and I, 
to be honest, I think it's just a big giant waste of time in a cesspool of, 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 of nothingness. But that's my opinion. Maybe I need to spend a little bit more time with it. But I see what um, the, the boys are doing and what Marcus is doing. I think one of his last TikTok videos he put out there, I think he had like on 300,000 views or something like that. And it was, it was just this wonderful little heart, heartfelt story about, do you remember when that big game, right? And you've been removed from sport. Do you remember the big game? And he had like over 300,000 views on it and 60 some thousand comments or something ridiculous. And it all just came from making a commitment and having fun and loving the process. Okay. That's lesson number one is make the commitment. Do it for three years minimum. And if you're a real estate investor, let's take it back to real estate investing. Um, I would say three years is a bare minimum. You need to probably commit to 10 to 20 years plus in order to really make this real estate game a go for you. But the process for committing for three is the same as the process for committing for 10. You just got to get her done. So the number two lesson I want to share with you is a little bit of an offshoot of the first one. And I want to call it is if you're going to commit to it, first of all, number one is commit to it. Number two is you need to love the process. Okay. Don't fall in love. Don't fall in, in, in love with the attachment to the downloads, the likes, the shares, the comments. Those are all great. They're all validation. Don't get me wrong. Validation is wonderful. Um, comments and likes are all good, but don't attach the yourself to that. Attach yourself to the process. Attach yourself to the doing of the work. Attach yourself to blocking uh, some, some time each and every week to sit down and record your thoughts, blocking the time into learning the technology, learning the microphones, learning the editing process. Take that time to just do that work, put it out, love the process. Because here's here's the thing, and I'm going to tell you this right now, and, and you're about to say is, Russ, oh, well, you're not doing a very good job of selling us on wanting to do a podcast or a YouTube channel or content, is it, 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 it can be boring. And But here's what I'm going to tell you, is you need to love the boring. You need to love the monotonous. You need to love the process. You need to love the work. And if you sit there and you look forward to just sweating the details, sweating, how do I record better? How do I tell a better story? How do I get a better sound on this? How do I make a better intro, outro, hook, grab people's attention? How do I become a better interview of uh, interviewing the guests? How do I become a better person to invite guests on? Because the bigger your podcast gets, the more opportunity you can invite guests into your podcast as well. So just do the work, love the boring, and just always, always fall in love with the process. Don't attach yourself to the result. All right. Now, the third lesson that I would share with everybody would be the three pillars of content creation. I just made that up, right? But the lessons within these three pillars are are very universal. So what are the three pillars of content, content creation? It's also the same that would be applicable to real estate as well. Is A is persistent, B is consistent, and three is assistance. Okay, so let's let's break these down. So persistence. Be persistent. Don't give up. Just when you feel like, you know, you're getting into a lull and you're just, oh, man, that's boring. I can't put out another podcast episode. I just can't create any more content. Be persistent. It's, it's a mental exercise to build that grit and that resilience. But the key thing that you want to do is to push yourself when you don't feel like doing something. 
Okay. It, anybody can record and hit the button and hit the, the record button on the camera or on the um, recording software. Anybody can do that when you feel like it. The truly legendary ones are the ones that can do it when they don't feel like it. When you can put everything else aside, everything else that you're operating upon, you've had a crappy day, everything has fallen apart, the world is burning down, everything is just crumbling down around you, but you can compartmentalize that. I got to create a content piece. I got to put out a podcast episode. You park that, everything you're operating on time, you, you leave that at the door, you close it in, you put the headphones on and you get into another world and you deliver the goods when you don't feel like it. That is a skill set. That is a skill set that will take uh, help you within real estate. That's a skill set that'll help you with content creation. That'll skill set that'll help you just being an amazing parent, an amazing spouse, just being an amazing human being. So that's the three pillars of content creation. The first one is persistent. Number two is being consistent, right? And consistency can fall into multiple different things. And let's talk about from podcasting. Uh, which is what I'm sharing here with you. So number one is, do you record at the same time? Do you have a, a block of time that you record? Do you uh, release your episodes at the same time? If you've been following along, my episodes get released at 15 minutes after 12 on Tuesday mornings um, on Pacific Standard Time. Pacific Daylight, Pacific Standard, whichever one. Man, I hope we, I honestly hope, hope to goodness we, we, we don't have to change our clocks anymore. But are you consistent when you record? Are you persistent when you, um, when you consistent when you create? Are you consistent when you release? Are you consistent with the show? If many of you have been listening along, you'll see that I have a very a fairly consistent formula. You you know what to expect. You're going to hear an opening context, an opening hook to draw to draw you into the episode. I end off with a little bit of a let's go, right? A, you know, a little bit of a you know a something there, and then all of a sudden the intro music, and then the intro music. I do some context, and then I do have another intro um, music that will go if there's an interview, and then I have the same outro as well. Right. I'm going to commit to that for the first three years. I may change it up after year three to keep it fresh and keep it moving forward. But consistency is key. If you've been listened, if you've listened to more than one episode, you will go and you will see, holy moly, there, this is a very consistent show of how it is. You know to what to expect. And that's a good thing from time to time. Right. I have many people that reach out to me in an email. That And at the end of it, they'll go in there and, and, and they'll type in there something, maybe they ask a question or something, and then go, let's go, right? And they'll, they'll type that out. And I can, I can actually hear it in my head when they're typing it at the same time, because that's what we do in the podcast. And then at the end of the podcast, you know, I end every podcast the exact same way, each and every time. And that same way I end the podcast off is my core belief and my core values in life, to inspire, encourage, and come from a place of love consistency. Okay. Now when I sit down and I hit the record button, I know, okay, when I'm recording, I got to have a, an opening tease. I have to have some context. I have to do some teaching. I have to have kind of a close wrap. And then I end off with my core values, right? I know my formula that I need to deliver. No different than let's put it back into real estate. Let's say you had a um, bread and butter type of a real estate transaction you do. The same one you kind of chunk out over and over and over and over and over again, okay? You know how to analyze it. You know how to un you know how to get underwriting for it. You know how to raise the capital for it. You know how to own it. You know how to transition it over to the, hand the, hand the keys over to the property management company. You know how to have the bookkeeping. 
you know how it works because it's it's a consistent performer, something that's quite consistent. And you know the market. Or if you're not consistent, you jump around from different property type to different property type to different market to different country. Oh, well, hang on a sec. What's going on down in Costa Rica? Oh, Belize. What's going on in Belize? What about Spain? Oh, man. Oh, I heard Texas and I heard Texas and Cal and Florida. Oh, man, I'm going to go check out all these places. There's something to be said about consistency having a consistent performance. Okay, so that's number two of the three pillars. And then number C is the assistance, asking for help when you need some help. Okay, and within the podcast realm here, I believe after about, uh, for the most part, I did it most myself. I did, I think the first 60 some episodes, I did 100% everything myself. And then I hired out um, a production team, podcast engineers, Dave and the team, Thank you very much for all your hard work and, and wonderful help and making things so seamless. And and I sit here and I come up with the content. I'm the subject matter expert. I create the materials. I hand it off to an expert that does the editing, all that kind of wonderful stuff. And then they do notes and they upload it. They do um, promotional pieces and um, uh, what's the... Instagram posts and they do all that kind of stuff for me. So they just take care of a lot of that for you. So asking for assistance. Now, the next thing I'm going to be doing for assistance is asking, probably finding out somebody who's an expert at booking guests and booking myself as a guest on other people's podcasts. So I'm going to be reaching out to um, people that um, do that for a profession. And now I have a, a very specific template on how I want to reach out to be on people's podcasts. And I also have uh, a very unique way of how I want to put my message out to some pretty big name guests to become onto my podcast. Okay. But I'm going to be seeking some assistance for help with that. So that's step number three. Lesson number three is the three pillars of content creation. Um, the persistence, the consistent, and the assistance. So all three of those things are very applicable to real estate, right? You always want to be persistent, consistent, and then also asking for help. Are you starting to outsource your real estate business? Do you have your team of property managers? Do you have your team of bookkeeping and accounting? Do you have your team of um, financing professionals? the team, uh, your mortgage brokers, multiple different layers of both banks, plus mortgage brokers, plus private lenders? Do you have your team of coaches and consultants and mentors? Do you have your team of research for, for that? Do you have your realtor, your property acquisition team? Do you have an entire team that you can outsource this to as well? Okay, so that's lesson number three. So if we're making, making notes, lesson number one was make a commitment, right? If you build it, they will come. Eventually, it's the sub, the, the, the second um, title I had for the first part is so make a commitment. If you build it, they will come eventually. Now, interesting to note when I say that, if you build it, they will come. Any of you know where that movie reference is from? Anybody? I'm pretty sure you would have known that. Oh, well, that's obviously that's from Field of Dreams. But something I just learned recently is uh, I've been saying that quote all wrong. Actually, the quote is if you build it, he will come. If you go back to the movie, and I just actually rewatched it again recently, and, and the one the quote is 100%, if you build it, he will come, talking about if he built the baseball field, his father would come to play. 
Okay. But I'm going to go with, and actually I changed it even more, is that if you build it, they will come eventually, which means that if you do the work, if you commit to it, if you put it out, eventually the audience will start coming. So that's lesson one. Lesson number two is love the process. Lesson number three is the three pillars of content creation. And lesson number four, which is the new one I'm going to just share with you right now, is care about your audience and treat them like a house guest. Now think about that for a second. Picture this for, for a second. You're having a party and you've got the guest list together and you're inviting people into your home right? That's, that's what I want everybody to feel this way. Whether you rent, whether you own, it's irrelevant. You're inviting a, a person over to your house, whether you break bread and have food or have drink or merriment, you want to treat them like a guest in your home. That's exactly what I'm trying to accomplish here within my podcast. I want to, I have respect for my audience. Um, I have 100% um, an intention for you to inspire, encourage, and come from a place of love. But I also want to visualize that I'm treating you like a guest in my home. I, and this is a very um, relationship-building platform and medium, podcasting. Like for many of you, right now you have earbuds and you're listening to this on earbuds in there. Like very, um, you know... That's very personal, right? Is that is listening to via ear, earbuds? So I want to make sure that the sound sounds good, good, you know, vocal chain, good microphone, good music. Make sure that all the levels are good. I want to make sure you have a good experience of this. I also want you to introduce you to some wonderful guests, other guests that are at this party as well. Some of them might be people that are uh, further along on their journey than you are. Some of them might be just starting on their journey, but I want to be a wonderful host to the guests in my house. And that sometimes I'm going to introduce you to a guest. Sometimes I'm going to be the guest and and the, uh, there, but I want you to feel at home on this podcast. Okay. So that's lesson number four is care about your audience treat them like a guest in your home. So just recapping that one more time, make a commitment. If you build it, they will come eventually. Number two is fall in love with the process. Number three is the three pillars of content creation, which are persistence, consistent, and assistance. And number four is care about your audience, treat them like a guest in your home. And that's very good life lessons. Those are very good lessons for you to have within your real estate business. Those are just very good lessons for you to have as you operate as a wonderful human being on this planet. Okay, guys, hope you enjoyed this. This is um, the end of year two. We're just getting warmed up. Year three is just uh, kicking off around the bend. I've got uh, at least one, two, what I, let me check my spreadsheet. I've got six um, episodes already in the can, ready to rock and roll, and I'm looking forward to bringing them out. I'm going to push myself to get on bigger guests and more impactful guests. Like Bigger is not the best way to put it. More, more peep guests that would, and I feel, that would have a greater impact on your journey within this context of real estate, this journey within your personal development, this journey within your self-awareness. So that's the 100% lenses that I look at. Can this person inspire? Are they encouraging? Will they come from a place of love? And will they make a profound impact on the people that uh, are my guests at my party, which is this podcast? 
Okay, so that's the up, upcoming for each and every one of you. Uh, more to come. You know, not going to rest on our laurels, not going to rest on that we've done two years and, oh, look at me, look at me, wonderful. I actually have a, a healthy dissatisfaction for the first two years. I really do. Um, as good as they were, I think, I honestly, if I look back upon it, I'm very proud of the work we've done, very proud of, of the content and materials that have been produced. I'm very proud of the um, uh, production quality and the impact. I'm very proud of all those things. But I have a very healthy dissatisfaction at the same time. I know I can do better. I know we can do better. I know the team, we can uh, clean it up. There's things that we can do a little bit better. There's more impactful messages that can come out. There's a lot of tightening that we can do on the process. There's a lot more wonderful, inspiring content that we can create to bring out to share with you, our wonderful audience, our wonderful guests in our home. Okay, gang, I'm going to leave it there. That's um, two years. Mic drop. Check. Two years done. Looking forward to the next 12 months with everybody. We're going to have an awful lot of fun. If you've been uh, just started and you just found this podcast for the first time, welcome here. Come on in. The drinks are on. The food is very tasty. Come on into the house party. The music will be good. If you don't like it, we'll find some other music for you to listen to at the same time. But you are always welcome here with open arms, and we're here to serve. Okay, gang? And remember... In every interaction you have with another person, always leave them feeling inspired, encouraged, and always come from a place of love. Bye for now, everybody. Thank you for listening to the Russell Westcott Podcast. Before you run off, could you do us one final favor? Wherever you're listening to this episode, we encourage you to leave a review, share with your friends, and subscribe so you can receive the latest episode to keep you feeling inspired and encouraged for the entire week. Visit www.russellwestcott.com for more information, support resources, and upcoming speaking engagements near you. Bye for now. Bye for now.